perfect, perfect. Welcome back, reality check. Episode, actually, this is the podcast episode three. Yes. Okay. Sir. Actually, no, that was, this is the second podcast because the other ones are split. Yeah. This is the second podcast. Yes, sir. We're about to get lit today. We actually have a very nice surprise for y'all today. We have a special guest in the building. Yes, We got sir. James in the building. What's going on, guys? Uh, my name is James. Uh, you might have seen me from Gym Bro Talks. When you do cardio, you can actually burn visceral fat. That's the podcast that I host. So I've never been a guest on another show before. So this is very exciting for me. Yeah. Um, and you guys probably never seen me out of the fitness zone. So this is going to be your chance to kind of get to know me a little bit better in, uh, in, in the other areas. So thanks for having me on, guys. Yes. Of course. Of course. So crazy story. Uh, James and I actually went to elementary school together. Yeah. Um, and this is my one of my best friends. <laughs> this is crazy. I haven't talked, I haven't seen him in like what close to a decade. Like I, yeah, it's man. it's. Woo! Bro, this is oh, why I have to sit in the middle because uh, <laughs> third wheel and the call was over there, bro. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited just to learn more about you, James, and Same. your 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 podcast, your gym bro talks. Love your content. Love Thank what you're you. doing. Mm, um, yeah. And so. To, to be able to sit across the table for like first time seeing in years Long in time. the flesh. This is the guy right the here. Guy. <laughs> we used to go over go over to his house and have seaweed and just kick it, play games, hang out before I even went to my house. You know, you know, bro, I actually got trouble in a lot for coming home late. Uh, at the bottom of a hill, there's like a tree, and then we'd just climb that tree for like hours and hours. <laughs> Hide in the tree. <laughs> it was good though. It was fun. Yeah, I remember. I remember talking and, and just kicking it at the bottom of your hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like hours uh, with another one of our friends named Z Xavier, right? Yeah, Xavier. Yeah, that's, that's my name. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one. Yeah. yeah what the heck? One. Yeah. I've only known one other Xavier in my life, and that was in my elementary. Oh, okay, what? Uh, yeah, we used to, because my last name is Drisdale, and since there was two Xavier's, we used to have to go by Xavier D and Xavier A wow. to differentiate. Cool. Yeah, But that's the only other one with my name that I've ever met in my life. That's crazy. I'm uh, excited for today. I'm excited. Yeah, me too, man. Y'all grew up. So good to be here. <laughs> yeah, James. Actually, I even wanted to ask you, we were, we were talking about this before yeah. we started the podcast, but I was watching some of your content, and like, mm. one of the most... One of the first things I had noticed is just like the the composition and like how I noticed that you actually pay attention to how you frame the shots and stuff. Like, where did you learn that type of detail? And like, you want to know what I think about film and art is that you can't learn it. Damn. You can't learn it, bro. It's something that's that's either number one from experience or number two something you're born with. Mm. Honestly. Mm. You can't, because mm. there's certain people with a good eye for certain things. That's true, honestly. That is true, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I've been doing it, you know, since me, actually me and Xavier. Yeah. We, uh, we started doing film together when we were little kids. Yeah. And so I started content creating at, what, like 12 years old, Damn. all the way till now, man. Dude. And I've been enjoying it. It's been good. We've been growing. Um, and you know, like content creating, social media, that shit gets you going, man. It's Dude. so powerful. Mm. It's so powerful. Mm. Yeah, and so that's, you know, I guess like I didn't really learn it, maybe from experience, maybe I'm born yeah. with it, um, but it's a lot of work, man. Dude, yeah. a lot of work, especially because yeah. you're a one-man show, basically, so yeah. you have to do like the marketing, the back end, the front end, like everything. How's the marketing specific? Because I know like in my line, what I do, I, like my, my worst part is marketing, because I don't mm. like to put myself out there like that. Like, what do you, what do, you do for marketing, really? Well, the th I guess first of all, I started putting myself in front of the camera ever since I was a kid. And so it was kind of an easy thing for me to mm. do. Gotcha. Right? So um, I, guess, I guess what I can say is I didn't have much friends. And so my <laughs> only friend was my, my camera and the microphone. Um, my, honestly, my videos are still on YouTube this, to this day. Damn, um, we have, to, we have to go find <laughs> those. Yeah. yeah, it's funny, man. It's funny. I got, yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're great videos. But... 
in terms of marketing, I actually I'm doing a marketing degree right now. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and so uh, it's Einstein. <laughs> it's been going good, man. Like the thing with business school is that you you don't learn just about business. You learn about the economy. You learn about it's it's just all important stuff to yeah. to, to know. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of marketing, putting yourself out there, like what's what do you find? What do you find is like the, the the hardest part about putting yourself out there? Like what's the hardest part of marketing for you? I mean, me personally, I just feel because I'm naturally an introvert. So like 100%. even with my art, because I'm an artist, I make music, rap, yeah. hip hop. Um, so so I I do orchestral music too, but that's more behind the scenes. So when I'm doing like my Zay Driz stuff. Just like if you caught me like six or seven years ago, maybe even earlier, like five years ago, if you ever told me that I would voluntarily be putting myself in front of a camera like that, I would laugh because mm. I'm not trying. I mean, I would. I was always putting myself in front of a camera, but for me though, but oh, like for me to record myself and then surrender it to the world, phew, that's crazy. So, wow. um, and then what? For marketing, when that comes in, it's like, I don't even like social media like that. Like, if I could be like Kendrick, where I like, come release an album and then dip for four years, yeah. I would do that. <laughs> but the fact that I have to be on social for marketing reasons, like, listen to my da 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 da, da or just like, showing my face so that people can know who I am, it's just, it's just a little uncomfortable just for like, myself as a personality, but... It's like you, you, you feel you almost feel kind of embarrassed, like you like what people would say, or is it more of more so like the technical aspect of marketing, like you have to be on social media all the time. Or... I mean, it's kind of both. Like originally, it was really just me being self conscious, but like as I'm maturing as an artist, it's more actually the technical stuff because now you have to be concerned about yeah. like when people are online, like yeah. all like the specific mm. stuff about like where you should post, when you should post, who should you post to, what's your marketing demographic, like all these kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's it is a lot. lot, yeah. Yeah. Like even for you as like a, a track athlete, like yeah. you be getting endorsements. <laughs> so like <laughs> you actually have to be marketing yourself as a brand, like you are a brand. Yeah, and it's it's tough because um, you have to, there's certain sacrifices you have to make because you're in such a, a light Mm-hmm. Um, and then right. there's like a, I mean, a part of it is also like who you are as a person. So I feel like the way I, I grew up, there's just a lot of things that I do naturally that are appealing to the market, to markets and companies and all these different things. Um, which I'm just like, that's just who I am. But they're mm-hmm. like, that's what we want. And mm-hmm. so when you can find that dynamic of, um, okay, I've built a habit if you don't have it. Um, of doing these things as like for example putting yourself taking a video putting it out there and testing it and see how it responds this time at this day whatever or if it's simply just standing in front of the camera and just building that confidence um, that over time you can build those habits but it's kind of what you said like you either have it mm-hmm. or you like, develop it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like it, it's not something that you can like really teach yeah. like you kind of have to really go through the motions of yeah. failing forward and that's mm-hmm. something yeah. that like um a piece of advice uh, i learned very early on was failing forward and mm-hmm. it didn't mean you were perfect and i never ever ever i mean when someone says oh you're so perfect no 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 please nah. please please, <laughs> no, no, no. please don't say that to me that's because <laughs> because what that does it, it kind of like trips you up and you're like well if i'm Perfect. Then there's nothing to. I don't have to. There's no growth. Yeah. Right. And and so, um, I always want to continue to grow. So when it comes on to like these endorsements and sponsorships, um, for track and field, yes, I'm building a brand where I as an individual have Mm -hmm. to be careful of um, bad marketing. Hundred percent. And that's from like a completely like my action standpoint. So you can kind of see how like certain nuances. Um, of marketing based on what you're trying to sell can be a different um, approach yeah right so um, I've always kind of been you know on the track being watched going around racing since I was like you know three years old Mm -hmm. and in Canada since I was 11 so like I'm kind of used to eyes on and my parents would always enforce like you are great you are smart 
like words of affirmation mm-hmm. and telling me like these positive things, which um, definitely built me up when I didn't believe it mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I did. And so when it talk, comes to like positive self-talk, that helps so much. I just had that at an earlier age being said to me when I was at like, I didn't believe it yet. So I feel like to answer that, it is a little bit different for sure. Because when we, when we, you and I are working and when we're working together, it's a definitely different marketing where our channel or our socials are being um, the brand, Mm -hmm. not necessarily us. Yeah. It's it's almost like a little, like, this is my art. This is Mm -hmm. what I'm, this is what I'm putting together. But for an athlete, like for me anyways, it's almost like I'm putting myself together. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel as an artist because especially in hip-hop, it's like you kind of sell yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, especially if you're an independent artist because if you're signed and the label has a lot to do with like your gimmicks and like how you present yourself. But like if you're independent, the way you put yourself out to the world for the most part is a big factor in how they're going to perceive you mm-hmm. and like the energy they receive yeah. and it's just and even like back when what you were saying just now about um i have uh something i want to bring up because yeah. i think it was really interesting um about positive affirmations and stuff mm, okay because i think it's 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 a very interesting line to tiptoe because mm. I personally believe that positive affirmations are so important and are very valuable. But at the same time, Mm. I feel like there's this thing in society now where it's almost like sometimes you can like overcorrect too much. And then Mm. now there's this sense of like delusional positivity in a way. Because it's like positivity, right? Because (laughs) no, no, because go on, go on, go on, go on. Because it's like you your your main goal as you said before is to improve right like you always want to be improving and to me at least i never want to get to a point where it's like i'm perfect and i cannot improve no more right 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 like i don't want to get to that point yeah so in order to maintain that level of of mentality i feel like i always need something to work on right or like i need to um understand that there's something in me that can be worked on right so in doing that i kind of have to admit to myself that i have flaws okay right okay and there are some things about me that may not be you know the best or whatever but i feel like in a lot especially in social media culture it's mm. like nobody wants to show that side of themselves it's just like i'm literally per if you don't yeah. accept me i you are trash like if you don't accept me that mean that's on you because you should accept me for how I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel like there's a very interesting line between like realizing who you are and that is never going to change versus, oh, this I might be, that can be something I can improve on. Maybe like my person, I can work on that da, 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 versus, oh, nobody's going to change because this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? So just so just so i'm I'm hearing you right yeah. what you're saying is and correct me if i'm wrong it is be careful of being like positive affirmations positive affirmations and not paying attention to maybe the flaws that you could be working on mm-hmm. in the process of of getting to where you want to go yeah it's like basically i'm just saying maintain balance because mm, okay on one side it's good like I always say, I sound like Thanos every time I bring this up because I be, balance, balance, balance. But it's literally <laughs> like on one side, it's really good. But if you only do this one thing, yeah. then you have problems. So just yeah. make sure that you do both. Yeah. yeah. And our, let me just ask this question, honestly, to both of you, actually. Yeah. Where do you think that line is? Where like either personally or just for, ge- in, for general people, where do you think that line is where... You know, for you to understand, okay, this is who I am, and you guys need to understand this is who I am, and you can be confident in this is who I am, versus, yes, this is who I am right now, but I could probably improve. Mm. I, 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 I think the way I, I would put it is, for the things that are achievable, let me improve on it. Mm. For the things that are not achievable, 
this is me, I love it. I'm kind of grateful. Mm. I think it's just the difference between if it's a shitty role or not. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. ask that question again. Yeah. Mm. I like that. So, where do you think the line is mm. from the parts of yourself that you are not willing to change for other people or not willing to compromise on versus the things that are you right now but you realize could probably be improved? Yeah, and I loved your response that you that you responded to, to Zay about. That was perfect about um, what's... Um, what lines yeah. you would draw? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, that was. I think that's actually really. That's a really good answer, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, to to relate it to something practical, like if you're short, yeah, you're not gonna get <laughs> taller. I was like, saying to you today, I, I want to yeah, be six three. <laughs> <laughs> but like, unless you like, you magically have. A growth spurt in your 30s which like you're not gonna so i think that's a really good place yeah for example yes to be like i love myself in this area yes but if you're like you know if you have other like let's say personality traits right that and this is yo <laughs> this is where i got a little bit heated too because in per, when we're talking about personality yeah all of your personality whether you want to admit it or not can be altered to a certain degree because it's a personality bro okay mm. it's just when you get older it becomes harder to alter mm. those things because you've yeah. got into a routine of uh, whatever it is you've repeated all your life and yes. it stems from other people who've taught you and, and, da, 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 and da, the da, relationships you've created and how they know you yeah. all those things play into it so it yeah. just becomes more difficult but it is possible to reinvent right? yourself. So when it comes to talking about your personality, we're not talking about physical things anymore, but personality. Right. When people start talking about, oh, this is how I am and you have to accept it. Doesn't sound like a growth mindset to me. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is why another reason why I asked that line thing. Yeah. Because it's like there are certain times where i feel like okay for me as a personality mm. this is who i am mm. and you know i'm not gonna compromise who i am for somebody else's approval but there are also other things where it's like i could also say this is how i am mm -hmm. but those things may have a negative connotation or whatever and if i just have the mindset of oh this is how i am or whatever i'm never gonna improve because never. now it's just like all my negative traits, I'm just... Right. <laughs> right. I'm just... That's me. That's me now. Like, I, if I have an anger issue, deal with it. It's me. Right. That's, that's who I am. You have to know right. who you're getting into. Getting right. into it. Which, which... And it's a two-edged sword because it's like... It's true. Like, you have to know who you're... What you're getting into. Like, if, if you know that somebody has an anger issue... And you get into a relationship with them, with them, or in a friendship, or whatever, and they behave like a person mm -hmm. with an anger issue. That's kind of on you because you knew who they were. But at the same time, from the other person's perspective, if you yourself have an anger issue, it's not just like I'm never gonna get rid of this issue. Right. You can't just be like this right. is who I am. You now. actually have to. I, it's up to the person to see that this is something that can be altered. Mm. and once they recognize that this is something that it can be that can be altered then it's a decision whether they do or not mm -hmm. and so once you realize that your personality can be altered when you're like okay uh i feel lazy or i, I don't want to apply for this job or i don't want to i don't want to learn this new skill or uh why do i procrastinate all the time change it mm. speak I, it's not gonna happen overnight, but like the awareness that you can mm -hmm. is in is your starting line to then make changes until you get to where you need to be or you want to be. Like even you could probably speak on this more than I can, um, and elaborate after this. But like even with physicality, when it comes to going into the gym, right? 
the starting point is understanding that mm. you can transform mm. your body, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have the ability to do so if you just stick to it, right? Yeah. Which you could you could elaborate on it, but yeah, I, bro. I remember James had no muscle as a kid. <laughs> skinny, skinny, skin, skinny skin. guy. And yeah. now, like when I first when we first linked up on social media, I was like. James, bro, <laughs> yo, this guy's oh, yoked. James. I remember having that thought, like, nah, it's not that. And I, I James? your face stays the same. Like you kind of, we kind of grew up with their face still. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like, I was like shook. And so yeah, I was like, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it's a long journey, man. I had to bulk mm. up real hard. I yeah. had to wake up at four a.m. just to get in the meal and. Woo! It was hard, man. I was what I, I think I went from being 120 pounds. Uh, at one point, actually, a few months ago, I was at 200 pounds. How many calories did you eat? Uh, when I was bulking, I was trying to get at least 4,000. See, that's, that's the world. How do you, like, this is a genuine question for me. Like, how do you navigate eating that much food, to be honest? Because, like, for me, I mean, people's bodies are different, but for me, like, like, it was when I was trying to bulk, I'm still trying to bulk now, but like my goal was like, I think three, 3.5 or something. And just eating that much food was just a lot for me. Mm. Like eating yeah. 3,000, 3,500 yeah. calories is just a lot of food. Yeah. So, so basically what you want to do it, well, what I did was I was uncomfortably full all the time. Mm. Like I ate till mm. I was about like I was on the verge of throwing up mm. which is not like the best thing you could do um, another thing you you what I, what I did was I would liquefy uh, a lot of my foods so I would take uh, stuff like maskiners right so like one serving of maskiners probably that and it's a thousand calories if I just took four of those a day I'd be like set four calories and then it wouldn't be, mm, be that much food right wow. um, and so you could liquefy your, your calories and and like instead of drinking water all i drink was like either milk or almond milk or like whatnot just stuff with calories inside um wow that's what i that's what i did man um i I just find like the small little things to like increase a little bit yeah over time got you exactly the same with weight loss i think weight loss is in in my field weight loss is the thing you see that is the least sustainable thing is because like most people will try it they'll do it for a few months and they'll, they'll stop because mm-hmm. it's just number one too much work or number two it's just like gets boring or not uh, but the thing to do to keep it sustainable um, and this goes for literally anything in life is you do it little by little mm-hmm. so you do you, you change one little thing it's like let's just say I drink five cokes a day let's just say hey uh, let's lower it down to four. Mm. Okay, you do that for a week. You get, number one, you build that habit. You get used to it, and then you feel good about it. And let's do. Let's say, okay, now let's go down to three cokes a day, um, and you feel good about it. It's a habit. You keep going, and you you add it up, add it up, add it up, and now it's all of a sudden the most sustainable approach to losing. Weight. I think that's a really good point, just yeah. in general too, because yeah. the opposite is also true. Where it's I was like, just about to say, the way I train. Going so I right after high school I went to Victoria to train with the national one of those national um, sport institutes um, in the country, the West Hub, and literally four years ago, I look and it's like looking back now I I couldn't do the workouts I'm doing right now, mm. and right now I'm like looking at the workouts I'm doing right now I'm like oh that's gonna be tough I do it and I'm like oh that was fine, mm. and 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 I go home I'm like I could not have done that. Uh, four years ago, much less find it easy mm. or like find it manageable. Yeah, and it, and it's just like if you can do the small things. When we when I would race, especially at the beginning of the season, I'd focus on like pretty much just go out and attempt. Mm. After that, we'll see what the drawing board yeah. looks like, and it would be like two or three items. I'd focus on one. Once I got that nailed down, the next time I'd focus. Mm. Once I got that nailed, okay, what's the second one? Mm. right what's the third mm. and between every race and every competition or every training session I'd choose one thing to focus on f- cement it make sure it is complete yeah. and done with and then move on and so I feel like yeah the opposite is definitely true because as you were talking I was like I was thinking about it, I was like damn like I have definitely done the opposite of that <clears throat> um and I've I came into the program when I was doing I was like a one forty five mm. in weight, 
now like I hover between like 157 to 160 mm. right um, and that's also just like increasing my nutrition a little bit right. eating a little bit more frequently and I will say this like I also have access to a nutritionist mm. and dietitians and stuff and and one thing that I have slowly built is my nutritional knowledge yeah. mm. um, which is I used to eat like twice a day maybe mm-hmm. but have huge meals because mm. i was so hungry like six hours in between <laughs> right yeah but my, my nutrition my nutritionist jesslyn o'connell she was o'donnell she would be like um okay how about you break that meal up into two right so you'll have instead of having it every six hours try three mm. and i have like four meals if i'm eating twice mm. right so now I'll, I'll eat like four meals a day um less quantity so like before practice after practice yeah. um which would be around lunchtime between dinner mm-hmm. dinner mm-hmm. and sometimes i might have a, like a snack at night mm-hmm. so like that that routine came took so long to build because it actually took a year and a half mm. to actually nail that what is the actual benefit of that though like let's say you have the same amount right. of food but one way is two meals a day and then the same amount of food one another way is four meals a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the actual reason for that? So our bodies can only intake so much nutrients in one sitting. Mm. Right? So whatever it doesn't need, waste. Mm. So you just threw away half your meal you could have had later, now. Damn. That's exactly why when I write nutrition programs for my clients, I time it so specifically mm. to like what time their workout is. Um, because like before the workout you want like a little bit of simple carbs right? mm-hmm. you get glycogen in your system for you when you work out and then after the workout you get some more like simple carbs in so you, to help your recovery mm-hmm. um, you know things like small things like that actually matter I was actually gonna ask this um, earlier too when you're doing um, when you're doing schedules for people mm-hmm. or um, programs for people what is the ratio between how long you spend um, scheduling like workouts versus diet because like i hear a lot of people a lot of personal trainers specifically being like yo diet is like 90 percent of fitness and then the last 10 percent is the actual workouts mm. right. what is the ratio like, yeah uh, or like how like much a... time do you spend um looking at the client's actual workout versus right. their diet like, right um Logistically, I think when I'm writing the programs, I spend a lot more time writing the nutrition portion of it just because I have to do all these different like macro calculations mm. and protein, carbs, fats, whatnot. Um, but in terms of like what's more important, I've always also learned that it's like 90% diet, mm. but honestly, it's probably half-half. Mm. It's probably mm. half-half. Mm. Um, you, can't, you can't get anywhere without good training. You also can't get anywhere without a good diet. And that's just a fact. So um, you, you really want to focus like on progressive overload during your, you know, during your training. You also really want to focus on uh, having a high protein intake. Mm-hmm. Although you don't have a high protein intake, your muscles not going to recover, you're not going to perform well. Right. So mm-hmm. I'd say half half. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I've heard that a lot too. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I've heard that take and I've also heard like you basically forget the workout just bro, diet bro. you know what like, you know what gets me is i mean in terms of beauty standards now for both male and female building muscle building an ass building that whatever doesn't matter building biceps or triceps building trap like it literally doesn't matter nutrition is the last thing that new new lifters or new people yeah. new workouts uh, or new people to workouts think about when going into the gym mm-hmm. and i think yep. it would be imperative to flip that script dude and be like start with your diet have that down think about okay if i'm going to work out this much or if i'm looking at this workout what am i do i have a meal or do i have a snack to eat in the first 30 minutes after i work out Okay, like I need to recover so I can hit the gym again tomorrow. Like if you're going to really do it, f- at, please focus on nutrition. I, yeah. And I want to like flip that script a little bit where it's like it's not so much about grind, grind, grind. Like mm. do you want to be big? Da, 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 da. Um, 
yes, that's important, but start with how you're going to feel yourself mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. Like even on a basic level, like, cause I got into, um, calisthenics, which is body weight training. Nice. Um, and I love calisthenics. Dude. So, and I feel like a, a, a big reason why I love it is because it helps your physique, but also it, it's mainly focused on you feeling powerful. Like yeah. you feeling like you can do those like crazy, like things right like you it's 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 focused on like you feeling healthy right yeah so but even like on a on a very practical level of focusing on or at least putting attention the necessary attention on on diet Mm -hmm. like early when i started doing calisthenics if i didn't for example drink enough water before or get enough um carbs in i would literally feel lightheaded doing Mm. like a muscle up because Mm. i'm using so much momentum um and like those types of like like head movement Mm. emotions that if i don't feel myself like if i just eat a bunch of chicken before Mm. and i just have a bunch of protein i'm literally gonna feel like crap doing those types of exercises yeah so you actually have to think about the diet first yes yes and i i get the same way when i when i um squat too because like like your your thighs your legs are one of the biggest muscles in in your Mm -hmm. body right so like deadlifting especially if you're doing uh, deadlifting if um squatting squatting especially if you're going heavy mm-hmm. like if you don't if you didn't um diet properly before that or at least hydrate properly you're yeah. gonna feel dazed right after right. that 100 right. dazed yeah yeah and uh, like for you running like what's your what's your like because i know i i don't know like how often you get to this level but i know like for runners like you can get to a level where you're borderline throwing up all the time because oh, you're pushing yeah. yourself so hard. Like, like yeah, I threw up like two weeks ago. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's it's wild. Like you kind of everybody is different. Um, some people, some of my teammates wake up like at five thirty, six in the morning, and we have practice at nine nine fifteen, right? Mm. So it's like they wake up early and eat and do whatever. Uh, I can wake up an hour before I leave the house or an hour before I even need to get to practice and still eat what I need to eat. Mm. I literally sometimes pull up to practice with like two peanut butter sandwiches and I just finished it. And I, I, I'm known for that. Like, <laughs> um, this is a super weird one too. I'd had, I had peanut butter um, sandwich with egg. Mm, oh. it. it's really good is it i feel like that could be good I'm not gonna lie. i haven't tried it. listen man i i'm a i'm a foodie i'm gonna tell you right now i like to experiment and if i like it i like if i don't if I, I don't i'll tell you but um yeah try it i mean it's not for everybody i've had people tell me it's gross but i, I encourage you <laughs> to try it <laughs> the whole protein with the with the eggs and also the peanut butter but there's now around this time um, this past year and a half, I've I've kind of gone to oats, um, whether it can be overnight, it can just be like in the morning, whatever. Um, cut up some um, vegetables, <laughs> silly. <laughs> <laughs> cut up some fruits <laughs> and have that. Or sometimes I'll just have like two um, like granola bars and just mm-hmm. carry it with me. It's full of like honey and nuts. Um, and like peanut butter um I've, I've heard that nuts is actually not super good for you it has like really? toxins in it yeah really yeah just like nuts in general nuts in general I, apparently like yeah nuts that's yeah. pretty yeah apparently appara- so um uh um which podcast it was but it kind of like liver kings sort of thing but um, someone kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I've been actually, I've actually been Dude. doing the liver. Really? Yeah. Swallow, does, swallow, I swallow it raw. I just swallowed wow. it like two days ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and how, just, how does that affect it. your, your, your I, So I was talking to my body, my bro. teammate about that. And he's like, mental clarity was his biggest thing. What? Yeah. You feel it? Not yet. Like I, I've only been doing it for two days. Um, like lunch and dinner. Is that a serious thing? Yeah. Like the size of your pinky. Is what I kind of start out like a strip, and I'll just like put it, I like rinse it, I cut it, rinse it, and just like swallow. It actually doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't taste that bad. 
What I've it only takes... seen him like one time on like a video. Now where... it's gonna pop up everywhere because we're just talking about it in our phones. That's or... crazy. What exact? <laughs> but what exactly does like he advertise it being like? What? So, liver has a lot of um, nutrients in it, and also increases your testosterone. Yeah, by like a lot. <laughs> yeah. So you just. Downs them, downs like, it, the and, thing is, like, and testicles and stuff like that. What the <laughs> yeah. heck? Liver King is is uh he's a he's a little bit too extreme, old, extreme. Mm. Yeah, yeah, way too extreme. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like, you'll say shit like, "Oh yeah, I don't believe in cholesterol. Cholesterol doesn't exist." What the? Yeah, bro. What was his? What's his <laughs> workout? Butter doesn't exist. What's his workout called? Where um, he wears like. Uh, twenty pound ankle uh, um, things like weights, weights whereas yeah. like a seventy pound bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, has like seventy pound dumbbells in his hand, and he's like walking for miles, and he's like, I can't remember what it's called that challenge, um, but he calls it a certain challenge, and it, he's like, if you can do this challenge, I'll tell you about the extreme version. I'm like, what? The <laughs> extreme version? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. No, this guy is like. He's really, yeah, he's 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 yoked, but he's just like he claims he's natural and all uh, that. We know we know he's not. Uh, we know he's not. He ain't, <laughs> oh, no. he's not. Yeah. Dude. Can you can you from a person who's like in that yeah. space? Can you, you actually you actually tell? You can tell. You can really, hundred percent. Wow. It takes. It takes. I think it takes like time. Yeah. Like you have to like have seen so many really? different body types and physiques yeah. to tell, but. You can you can tell like Flavor King, wow. He's for sure. That's side. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy because because he prides himself on being natural. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's crazy because <laughs> like even somebody who doesn't have that like critical eye. Yeah. Like sometimes I just get the feeling of just like bro. He yeah. The looks good, but like can't are be healthy, bro. It just just looks... can't be healthy, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Flavor King is not a very healthy guy. Hmm. I was I was actually talking to, again. It was Doctor Itz because Doctor Itz uh, he re, he reacted to a lot of Liver King's videos. Okay. And so he he'll say stuff like Doctor Itz was telling me that like cholesterol is real. Let's be honest. And then I was I was asking Doctor Itz. I said, Hey, like you know, there's been a lot of controversy between like whether or not I should eat more than one or two eggs a day because that's like mm. a lot of people think about that, right? And right. And he was saying that. Yes, like eggs do increase your cholesterol, and here's where it gets really complicated because you don't think about this kind of stuff. Like you mm-hmm. always think, you always take like one part of the picture, and then it paints your whole like right. picture. Right? He'll he'll say like, he said, uh, eggs does increase your cholesterol, but then eggs has so many other nutrients inside it that it suppresses the cholesterol. Wow. Right, and so like when wow. you eat it, it's not actually harmful for you or your cholesterol. Wow. So then now that I heard that, I'm like, fuck, like, oh shit, like I shouldn't think about things on a surface level anymore. You gotta like literally yes. think about it in all sorts of different. Wow. That's literally like if you have if you're making a drink and you have like concentrate, if you just dilute it with water, then it becomes less hard. Yes. In less yes. concentrated. Right? Yes. Yes. That's the same concept. That's crazy. That is wild. Because you don't think about the other aspects of yeah. of, of what's going on. You're, You're just... focusing on the, on the on the negative things, you know? bro. Yeah. Which which I mean, in life that happens too. Because it's like you have to look at the full picture. Because and I think that happens a lot, where it's like the media or people in general will just allow almost the first thing they they hear on a certain yeah. topic to just influence the whole right. picture for them That's right they will just oh yeah this is how the, this is how it is because the this is what i heard yeah yes and they will just and then it's all like and what's crazy to me is that people are so like they want to believe in something so bad but they don't have the like the awareness to understand that you have to know the situation first that when they feel like they know what's going on, they just stand by that, mm-hmm. and then that contributes to the spreading of misinformation because 
they heard something and they're like, oh, this must be how the situation yeah, yeah. is. And then because I now know what the situation is, I'm going to stand by like my position on the situation. Yeah. And then they just go like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. it's said, such as, an unhealthy. As I said before, if you don't stand for something or for anything, you'll fall for anything. And it's just mm. like people, I don't think we, I mean, as a society now, information is so, as you said, at the very beginning of this is like, it's so saturated that people aren't doing their own research anymore. Like I'm attempting the whole liver thing. I'll I'll know if it works for yeah. me or not. Yeah. Right? I'm trying it. 100%. It ain't gonna affect me. I'm right. I haven't had any stomach issues. Nothing. Everything's been normal. But then I will know for myself from my body mm. how it responds to me. Mm. No bias. Just objective yep. trial and error. And so I feel like that's what we kind of have to get back to because information is so readily available like that. Mm. do your own research try things like depending on what it is do your research first but like you know what i mean so it's just it's wild but that being said you don't trust anything like you, you'll do research right. and you'll find something on wikipedia and you're like, yeah, that's it that's right <laughs> look that's at the, please look at the sources yes. Yes. bro look at the sources please i didn't know we had to say that part but yeah bro <laughs> it's true though people go to, oh wiki how i'm like what <laughs> Exactly, exactly. How to become a bodybuilder. Wiki how. Yeah. <laughs> lift weights. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be so vague like that. They'll be like, first step, lift the dumbbell. Yeah. Like, bro. Repeat. <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> Do this for three years. Like, bro. <laughs> Literally. People be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> bro. Go home, play video games, don't eat nothing. It's like, what? But I feel, yeah. and it's so interesting on that topic too, like, I feel like it's such a different world these days because, especially with the internet, like, information is so readily available. Right. The fact that, like, kids will literally be out the womb on tablets, bro. Mm. The internet destroyed and also helped yeah. our At the same time, at the same bro. Time. Yeah. At the same time. Like, kids will... And, and, and it's crazy to think about because, like, kids now, like, three years old is basically six bro bro my brother my brother seriously he's, he's 13 so he grew up in like he was born in 2009 and i've, I've never seen an ipad not beside him <laughs> <laughs> i've never bro i <laughs> benjamin yes bro on his dinner tablet, bro. coming that's crazy man bring you to the dinner table that's crazy <laughs> said it right there <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Whereas I was growing up, I was like riding bicycles. Outside. Like, I have cuts on my knees still from when I was five I'm years saying, old. Like, bro, like, I should have healed, but that, they were that brutal. This was a nail going through my, just missed my shin bone. Uh, you can't get that inside. Bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But even going back to what James was, talk, James was talking about earlier, yeah. like, um, because information is so re readily available now, it's almost like you have to be smarter to like yeah come up yeah. not i don't want to say come out on top but like if you're in his position for example he was talking about like if you're a person who is telling other people information that they're supposed to not know already right because now the the level of information that people already so have high. is so high yeah you now as a person who is telling information has to be even higher yeah. than that and yeah you basically have to sift out the the real from the fake mm. yeah exactly and then back it up with sources so that now that becomes fact yeah out of the uh, that that becomes a standalone yeah mm. this is facts out of the rest of the noise going on that's mm -hmm. that you have a you have a hard job yeah, yeah. and you have to yeah. be able to market that too like to be Oof. able to say listen to me because these are the things that you saw already is trash yeah and it's not correct it's it's actually very important stuff work that you're doing because like you are directly impacting potentially millions of lives. Yeah. Right? And like that's, does that scare you? Does that, like, what does that, what do you think about when I even say that? Like, you could potentially, you know, be leading like millions of people um, just from like hearing your voice and like the advice that you give and the, obviously the research that you might do that behind it. Like, what does that, what does I, that I, I think it's, I think it's a very, very important job. I, I, I like, 
it's almost like I make it easier for myself when I get these experts onto the show because then I can just take their information and, mm. and then I'll spread it and I'll just say, hey, he said this. And it works because this, these guys are smart. Like these guys, they have the education, they have the credentials um, and they cite literally like meta-analysis. Wow. And, uh, and, and the thing is, in my industry, it is super difficult for some people to sustain because like for myself if i was standing next to a guy who was wait like let's just say for tiktok you get one creator who's just kind of giving out information and then you have one creator who's giving out information and he's also shredded mm. it's like who do i listen to mm-hmm. and so like i particularly like i'm not very shredded like i don't necessarily look like arnold you know <laughs> and so People will list will will most people tend to listen to people who look like Arnold, right? Whether or not it's correct, right, 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 right. right. And so for myself, it's 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 tough because then if I want to stand out, I have to do different things. Yeah. Um, but I'm also kind of and I'm working towards looking more like Arnold. Right. Trying. I think that's a big thing too, guys. I haven't noticed that where it's like even like when i was when i was early stages of of researching just getting fit in general mm-hmm. like i would literally catch myself preferring to watch certain videos based yeah. on oh this dude looks like what i want yeah, to exactly. get like so i just let me watch this video exactly. or whatever it whether or not this other person may be more intelligent or whatever mm-hmm. and i think that crosses over in multiple different areas too because even um in hip-hop like hip-hop like Fashion and how you look has a big influence in even if people are gonna listen to you in the first place. Facts. So it's like almost it like there's a big hurdle that a lot of people, including myself, have to get over if you don't want to brand yourself in a certain way because it's like if you don't look like the traditional rapper, a lot of people are immediately even gonna be turned off. Or even if let's not even say turned off, but like they're gonna they're gonna just you're going to be buried in the mm. overabundance of all these artists because people want to look, I mean, people want to listen to or find people who match their perception. Yes, of what a rapper looks like. Of what a rapper looks like. Yeah. So if I don't have three chains on, I'm not a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's a big, like. It's like at the, at the same time, you can't really blame these guys, though. Yeah. Because it's like if I, if I walked into a gym and I knew I wanted to get shredded. <laughs> Of you look to the most shredded person. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would. I would. Yeah. It's, but the thing is, like, you just have to take kind of everything with a grain of salt these yeah. days. Yeah. Just don't trust trust everything that everybody says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Damn. Anyway, my well, laptop's running out. So. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for absolutely bombshelling this podcast well, with us. Making <laughs> so lit. <laughs> this is fun. A, this is a valid podcast, bro. Sheesh. Um, I Jim, feel like this is one of the best guests we could have. Yes. Know, yes. Yes. Bro, come on. Come on. Yes. Bro, you, you spotted it up. I have to say that. Bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I have to tell you, man, like, th- today is literally the first day I've met you in person. Yeah. Well, because I met you on the phone yeah, before, yeah, but, like, yeah. in person. But I have to say you're one of the most genuine dudes I've met, bro. Mm, honestly, too, honestly, <laughs> honestly bro. I, had to, I had to say that. I had to say that. <laughs> that makes me feel so good. No, no. Yes, No, but I like, I like, I feel like it's just such a a, a, a freeing atmosphere to be mm. like around people who are just like down to earth, but also ambitious. Yes. Like that combination is elite. Yes, and that—that's what I, I I recognized in this moment as I was talking to you, and you were there, and I, and I was like, "This is," I just I was like, "Bro, this is how you grow," is to hear you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing for the sole purpose of like wanting to be better for you, not yours, just yourself, but you're for your family, mm-hmm. um, and like we want to create impact, we want to you know also do the same things for our family, but like create such an impact where we're not really thinking about the money like it's, it's just literally a byproduct and when we say like impact we mean impact yeah right like 
we're gonna turn like memes like some of our some Bro. of our reaction videos are gonna be memes like impact doesn't mean like has to be like um deep stuff like impact in a way where like we make somebody laugh one day mm. when they're like mm. sad mm. just from our the, their facial reactions on a video right? or a podcast where we're saying you know we're telling a, a piece of ourselves and we're sharing yeah. like a moment or that nobody else knew about and until that moment because we we're talking on a specific thing like those type of stuff and so um to be able to share that with you guys in like also like a friendship obviously we're all friends but like you know what i mean a friendship workshop would be so elite elite bro I, in the bible it says iron sharpens iron and there even you know. <laughs> not only that but i feel like even like i'm literally nowhere close to it but i just feel in my gut that if you were to be successful to wherever it is that you're trying to go being there with other people mm. that came with you mm. or even if they didn't come with you but just being at the top with your circle yes is so much mm. better than by yourself bro. so like much. honestly so much like and, and and especially if it's one of those situations where it's like you're successful i'm successful he's successful yeah. you're successful yeah. we're all squad is successful bro we're doing our thing bro everybody yeah. is except like that is elite bro elite. i literally can't use any other word elite. bro it's it, literally it's elite. elite and 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 the thing that we talked about in our previous podcast too that kind of plays into that is because we have i think we all have the idea of true like relationship across the board where if you win i win mm. i win you win across the entire board and i feel like we all understand that to to the core of us where it's like that's just that's mm. just how we are that's how we interact um that's how we are with like our genuine friendships like that's yeah. you know and so i can feel that that connection and so like even your gym bro talks um when you're it's it's literally gym bro like you're create you're already in the name alone you're created a safe space yeah. in the gym yeah what's up let's talk yeah. you know what i'm saying exactly um and so <clears throat> I, I definitely feel that vibe from you um uh, i'm yeah. so glad i came i'm so glad bro. i came yeah bro thanks yeah. again i mean we gotta we'll, we'll cross paths again yeah. and uh thank you guys for tuning in this is um i hope you guys learned and and saw some things and heard some things that you know you can take away but you already know reality check gym bell talks yes, you, already know. <laughs> you already know what the deal is yeah so. to say reality check gets the check gang 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 go run up run up gym bro talks james out here shout out your uh your socials yeah yeah yeah. i'll throw that up too yeah yeah this is this is the man right here um don't worry this isn't the last time you'll see him Mm -hmm. check the description for all where you can find him at all his talks all his very important information if you guys are trying to get into the fitness world go check him out he has so many like legends on like he's talking to valid people bro. yeah trust me yeah. i've seen it yes. <laughs> yes check this guy out please yeah. all right guys thanks for joining me again for another episode and thanks for these guys on coming on to gym bro talks again and thanks guys for inviting me to your beautiful home to do this shoot gotcha. so anyways guys uh this is again not the last time you're gonna see these guys on the show we're gonna have them on again that was a amazing talk so <laughs> let's hit this again next time see you guys on the next episode peace